Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about nutrition and how you can sleep yourself, eat yourself into a healthy, deep, lasting sleep. So this is step number five out of a proven nine-step system, but it doesn't matter if you heard the last couple of podcasts, because in this one we're going to talk about nutrition solely. And this nine-step system is proven to bring clients, my clients, back from often feeling low energy levels, feeling fatigue at daytime, up to those high energy levels on a foundation of deep resting sleep. So today I'm going to share with you why nutrition is so important for us and also give you a couple of helpful tips of things that you should do and that you should have a look at when it comes to nutrition. So if you are feeling uh, that you're on low energy levels, maybe implemented a lot of sleep tips in the past and uh, you might not be very conscious or cautious about what you're eating at the moment, um, maybe also experiencing things like restless leg syndrome, then today we're going to go from eating food to dining. And uh, that means that we're going to be very conscious when it comes to what we give our bodies uh, in regards to the foods that we're going to eat. And we're going to figure out what exactly we want to have a look at. And we're going to also walk through other options that you should take care of to get your nutrition right, because it's a super essential topic. When it comes to our energy levels and our sleep, I like to see this as a sailing trip. So obviously we want to have a good ship, that's our body and things that we do for our body. And we also need a good experienced crew. That's our mind. We're going to talk about that next week. But what we have to do is to maintain this ship. And that is what nutrition is all about. The vitamins, the other substances that we give our bodies are essential for maintaining this ship. And if you've got these three things in check, then you're set up for a terrific sailing trip, meaning that you're going to feel high energy levels at daytime. And when it comes to nighttime, you're prepared for deep resting sleep. So let's kick off our maintenance session by talking about melatonin. Because melatonin is formally known as the sleep hormone. It gets created in our pineal gland. And essentially what melatonin does is to tell our bodies that it is time to sleep. So it doesn't actively induce sleep, but it tells our body that it is time to fall asleep. And so all other functions can start to work in alignment with this signal. So there are two ways that we can essentially get melatonin into our bodies. First off, we can take melatonin supplements or there are also certain foods that are supposed to have melatonin. Cherries belong to them and I did a primetime drink experiment a year ago. I also drank a glass of cherry juice before I went to bed. I couldn't, couldn't identify any effect at all. But you try that on your own. Essentially, the, the natural way to get melatonin into our bodies is to eat food that contains tryptophan. And tryptophan is a substance that gets converted into serotonin, which is good for our mood and, and uh, 
everything around that. And serotonin eventually leads to the creation of melatonin. So that's the chain. And what we can do is to eat foods that contain tryptophan like bananas, uh, certain nuts, turkey. So there are a lot of foods out there that you can eat that will give you the tryptophan that you need to get that melatonin production to work in a decent manner for your body. So in regards to our sailing boat, taking care that we get enough melatonin is somewhat like maintaining the hull of our boat, right? So let's take care of the mast now. We have to maintain that. That could be our iron levels. Iron is super essential when it comes to our energy levels. If we don't have enough iron, we're just going to feel fatigue over the course of the day. And guess what? We need energy to sleep too. Iron is also super important for the, you know, the, the oxygen, amount of oxygen that's able to get transported through our blood. So super essential. If we don't have it, we're not going to feel good at daytime and we're going to have problems falling asleep. Uh, iron is also good against the restless leg syndrome. So these are all things that kind of are hooked together to energy levels at daytime and to our sleep. And when it comes to the restless leg syndrome, which is great, we can jump into the next main maintenance topic of our little boat, which could be the sail. We also want to take care that we get enough magnesium. Magnesium is the salt of inner calmness. So if we are faced with a stressful feeling, um, that we can't really relate to anything, that can be the result of having uh, of not having enough magnesium in our blood. The opposite is true too. If you are running under high stress levels at work or private, whatever, if you have high stress levels over longer periods of time, then our bodies need more magnesium. The magnesium levels are going to get eaten up through the stress. So you want to check that you have enough magnesium eat enough magnesium in foods. There are enough foods out there. You can Google them. I'm not going to walk through all of them that have magnesium levels like almonds and, and a lot of others. And you can also supplement yourself in the case that you don't have enough magnesium in your blood. So the last thing for today that I'm going to walk you through here when it comes to maintaining our little sailing ship is to use things like valerian root if you have the feeling that you can't wind down very good in the evening. So instead of having a glass of wine, and yeah, you can have that too at some point, just be conscious about how much and when you drink alcohol, especially when it comes to the regular consumption of alcohol. But you don't have to get a monk or anything. I'm not a monk. You don't have to get one. So, uh, and I'm going to have a wine this evening, by the way, because uh, it's Friday when I'm recording this, even though it's going to be published on, on Wednesday. So, um, Think about drinking a cup of valerian root tea, valerian tea. Actually, when I did that primetime drink just, you know, a year ago, and I also tested the cherry juice, the valerian root tea, valerian tea was the single one thing that I could really feel relaxing, calming, sleep promoting effect before I went to bed. So I drank it with a spoon of honey and I drank it half an hour before I went to bed. Super calm, relaxing effect. You can do that instead of watching TV. You can also do it watching TV, obviously. But you know, if you want to max out on that, take away the TV, put on relaxing music, 
have that cup of valerian tea and see what effect that can have, natural ingredients can have to further wind you down, prepare you for good, good resting deep sleep. So these were only a couple of highlights that are important for our bodies for maintaining that deep resting sleep and those high energy levels. Obviously, there's a lot more that I can't walk you through in one podcast episode. But the message here is that you should really acknowledge that there are things that have to do with our nutrition that can really have an impact on our energy levels and our sleep. So if you don't feel stressed at work or uh, generally say you're not kind of worried or angry or have other stuff going on that prevents you from falling asleep and you're doing stuff for your body, then this might be something that you want to have a look at. There are different ways to approach this. I think, generally speaking, I would ask you to think about just being conscious about what you eat to get to eat healthier options, have fruits and vegetables, raw ones uh, in your house that you can kind of just eat them when you're hungry instead of eating those unhealthy alternatives. That's That would be the first step that I personally would take and recommend you to consider doing. If you have options when you're at work to eat something that is maybe healthier than the other option, try the more healthy version. Uh, if you want to go and have fast food, rather go to Chipotle than to McDonald's. You know, you get the concept. You have choices. Get conscious about your choices and pick them carefully. And that would always be the first option that I would take. Another option, obviously, is to supplement our bodies. So there are, it's, it's a billion dollar market, right? There are a lot of supplements out there, <coughs> including all kinds of vitamins that are important for energy levels like B vitamins and so on that you can use to supplement your body to get out of out of a low um, a low space when it comes to um, filling up our our reservoirs of certain vitamins or proteins or whatever uh, you you might be missing in your body, but be aware that you want to have good supplements in place first off, because you don't want to throw the next garbage into your mouth and have that in your body. Uh, you also want to be aware that taking too many vitamins can harm our bodies too. So we really don't want to eat these supplements in a way that they'll fire back at us. And I would say the best approach here after trying the, the healthy meals, because it's a super complex topic, I'm not a nutrition expert. The, the knowledge that I can give to you here is a very basic knowledge. And yeah, it, uh, you know, over the years, it got deeper in certain sectors. But uh, we'll say the thing that I figured out and found out is that this system is so complex that probably not even a doctor on this world can tell you exactly what you have to do to get a specific goal. So it all breaks down to keep it simple. And I think using your common sense when it comes to your nutrition, what you eat, your diet, uh, that's a very good space to start. And the second space, if that doesn't help, is to go to a doctor, get your blood tested, get a, a wide range blood test that shows you exactly how your vitamin levels are, how your protein levels um, and so on are. And then you can take the supplements that you might need that will help you in a dosage that's really healthy for you. 
So that's kind of uh, the approach that I would suggest that you can take if you tested the rest, because supplements can obviously do a very good job here. A guy that I follow personally and that I read two books from is called Dr. Strunz. He's a German microbiologist. And this guy has seen and had so many patients that he helped when it comes to sleep, but also really evil diseases only and solely by bringing the nutrition levels, the, the levels, the vitamin levels, the uh, amino acids and everything up to those levels where they're supposed to be. And this is just like pure magic. So if you think that your energy levels or your sleep has something to do with your nutrition and you're not getting over this by, you know, changing your diet into a more healthy, more fresh um, uh, direction, then definitely check out a microbiologist. Let them test your blood and figure out if there's something missing there. But as always, it's up to you to make a decision if you want to maintain that little sailing ship that we call our lives in buying healthier foods, making better choices when it comes to the meals that we are going to eat uh, and so on. Whatever decision you make, definitely check out sleeptrust.eu to get more information all around sleep. And it would be also great if you could consider to share this podcast with others actively. That way you can help me to spread the message and to help even more people get informed about sleep and get those sleep tips that will eventually lead them to sleep better. Uh, to give you a little bit of context around what we're doing here right now, this is step number five, the nutrition part, step number five out of a proven nine-step system that I use for each and every of my clients to walk them from often feeling fatigue at daytime, feeling low energy levels, and having a hard time to fall asleep at nighttime uh, or even maintain their sleep. So we're at step number five now. I'm going to walk you through the entire process week by week now. So next week, we're going to talk about the mind. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. When it comes to our nutrition, it's important to nurture our bodies with high quality foods to maintain that sailing ship called our lives. For most of us, doing so will ensure that we have enough magnesium, tryptophan, iron, and all those other substances in our body that are so important for high energy levels at daytime and a superb, deep resting sleep at nighttime. The others should consider to get their blood tested and to do specific supplementation. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you start maintaining that sailing ship today and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about the mind and that's the crew of our ship. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. 
I hope you tune in again next week. And until then, have a good sleep.